You're listening to Break Your Ego, Find Your Soul with Ramsey Bergeron. And good morning. Thank you for joining me today. It's Memorial Day, whether you're watching this live or on a replay. Thanks for being here for Monday's Musings. And for those of you that joined me for the Mindful May Challenge last month, how did it go? Let me know in the chat. How long were you able to meditate? How many days were you able to meditate? And even if you didn't join me at all, that's okay. Because today I want to talk about stress and how to be where you are on the way to where you want to go. And I was talking with a client yesterday who's dealing with some things in their life. And I hear this actually a lot from several of my clients where I just want to get through this. I want to be past this and then I'll be okay. How do I not feel like this anymore? And I used to have a lot of that myself where I didn't want to feel how I was feeling. I didn't want to be in the situation I was in. And the more that I fought against where I was, the longer that that feeling or the situation persisted to have control over me. So that's what I want to talk about today. How can you be where you are on the way to where you want to go? And that's been a challenging concept that I've gone back and forth a lot with even in my own life, where how do I be present in the moment while still having goals, while still moving towards something? And you know, the, the longer you tell yourself, I don't want to feel like this, I don't want to be where I'm at, the more you're kind of fighting against reality. And whenever I talk about stress with my clients, all stress really boils down to is if this hand is reality, this is the, the actuality of what's going on, and this hand is what I want to happen or what I think should happen or what I wish was happening, that gap is stress. It doesn't matter what I want to happen or how I think things should be. This is the reality. So true peace comes from learning how do I let this go and then how do I end up over here? How do I end up truly embracing what's going on with me? And it all starts with awareness. So if you find yourself in that situation, like not, not wanting to feel how you're feeling, not being satisfied with where you are, I would recommend the first thing you do is slow down and stop to find out what is it that you're feeling. This is something that I do in my emotional intelligence workshop, something I do in my radical acceptance workshop, and something even in the um, understanding stress workshop that I'm going to be doing on the 6th, which is a week from tomorrow, is really identifying what is the feeling that you're currently feeling. Not just that surface, oh, I feel good, I feel bad, I feel happy, I feel sad, but really dial it down further, really slow down. And this is why I'm such an advocate of meditation. Take that moment to find out what's going on in that moment. Okay, well, you don't feel how you want to feel. How are you feeling? And it's okay that you're feeling that because giving yourself permission to be where you are and feel what you feel is so important. That's something that I struggled with a lot as an adult is learning to give myself permission to be where I'm at, to not shame myself, not say, well, I should have done this by this age. Or I, for me, like I, I, I'm, I'm divorced as a 44 year old man. I, I shouldn't be divorced. What's wrong with me? Why am I in this situation? Well, I'm in the situation I'm in. My journey is my journey. And to want it to be any other way than what it is, 
it's quite honestly to, to, to almost try to delude myself, to shame myself of what's wrong with me for things not being the way that I designed them to be. And it, it comes down to, to how much are you in control of the present situation? So when you think, I don't want to feel like this, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a situation, I don't want to look at it. All right, well, what's within your control? At the end of the day, what really can you control in, in the big situation? And if you're finding you can't control certain things, maybe, maybe, let it go. And I know that that can be easier said than done. That can be easy. It's kind of like telling someone, just calm down. All right, well, what good does that do? So how do you let go of situations you're not in control of? Well, that's a, that's a much larger topic that, that I'll dive into on another day. But for today, it's just a matter of asking you to just be where you are. Just, just come to accept the reality of whatever situation you're in. Now, that doesn't mean you can't strive to be somewhere else, but on the way there, feel how you're feeling. Experience what you're experiencing. That's what really all life is, is allowing you to, to experience whatever you're feeling at this moment. Just be there with it. This kind of goes back to the power of now with uh, by Eckhart Tolle, which is a great book. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. We spend 95% of our time either sad about the past or anxious about the future. And you cannot control either of those. Where are you right now? Be with it. And instead of telling yourself, don't think of the pink elephant, because if I say don't think of the pink elephant, what are you going to do? You're going to think of the pink elephant. So instead of saying, don't feel sad, like, no, okay, I feel sad right now. And it's okay that I feel sad. Embrace that part of you that has that feeling. Work through it. Journal. Meditate. Talk to a friend. Talk to a coach. Talk to a therapist. Feel how you're feeling. And then in regards to being on the way to where you want to go, what's your plan? How do you want to feel? Instead of just saying, I don't want to feel like this, how I'm feeling right now, embrace how you're feeling right now. I've had a lot of challenges over the last 14 months. I've been divorced. I've had two of my dogs cross the rainbow bridge and I thought I was going to be a father and lost a pregnancy. Had all of those things happen to me five to 10 years ago within one short time period like I did now, I don't know if I would have been able to survive, to be able to handle it. I, I've suffered from severe depression for most of my life until I've learned how to shift my mindset. And the fact that I feel more at peace now than I have at any other point in my life tells me that it, it's possible. I'm telling you it's possible because I've done it. You don't have to be a prisoner of your circumstances. So type it in the chat, like, like what is something that you're currently feeling that you might have been denying yourself, that you're not allowing yourself to feel or process? What situation are you in that you're telling yourself, I wish I wasn't in this situation? I use the example in my presentations of a wedding I was at like seven years ago where the bride went to cut the cake and the venue didn't lock the legs of the table out all the way. So this five-tier cake falls all over the floor. And the wedding guests all freeze and stare at the bride. Well, then the bride starts dying laughing and everyone in the room starts laughing. You know, that could have gone several, several different ways. That cake on the floor 
is happening in your life right now. There will always be cake on the floor. Now, that cake on the floor is your divorce. Cake on the floor is, is your dog crossing the rainbow bridge unexpectedly. Cake on the floor is a cancer diagnosis. It's losing a child. It's um, anything from the, the, the mundane to the miraculous. Anything that, that you didn't want to happen that happened is cake on the floor. Feel your feelings. But nothing you do will change the fact that the cake's on the floor. All you can control, how do you respond? How do you move forward? So be in the moment, feel what you're feeling, and then move forward. You can be hurt and still move forward. You can be sad and still find joy. Now, that's another concept that I had trouble with at first in regards to moving forward through grief, through trauma, through hiccups, through setbacks. You can have more than one emotion. I was working with a client yesterday who was, was really sad over something going on in their life and then just made a joke and they started laughing. And that's okay. Then we're like, oh, I can't. And sometimes we'll be like, oh, I can't laugh. I'm supposed to be really sad. Well, if you can find joy and laugh in the situation, then laugh. Like don't wear the, the role of victim. It's okay if you're hurting. But if you find joy, allow yourself to feel joy. I remember last year after my divorce, the first relationship I got into was a very toxic relationship with a narcissist and um, ended up being cheated on in a very, a very hurtful way. And I remember I was in so much pain. I was just, I, because up until recently, I never really allowed myself to cry or feel emotions. And um, I, I've really been a lot more open and honest about processing and letting myself feel how I feel. I remember I was crying so almost violently on the floor, just just with pain. And at some point, I just started laughing because I realized that I had never allowed myself to really feel the depth of hurt. I'd always tried to mask it. I was like, all right, let's, let's just shake it off and get through this or observe it through the masculine energy of just observing the energy, which is what I did a lot with meditation. I wouldn't let myself feel the feeling. I would observe the feeling with detachment. And that's why in Eastern philosophy, they call Buddhism the middle path because it, it's both. You, It's important to be able to realize that, that I'm not the feeling, but at the same token, I still need to feel it. I still have to feel it. And for so long, I was stuck in the past because I wasn't allowing myself to work through what I was feeling in that moment. And once I allow myself to really feel the feeling, I can let it go. I can focus on the lesson. I can focus on what is this teaching me? What, can, what, what do I do to not be in the situation again? What am I in control over? So I, I really, I, I had a very good meditation on Saturday. Really just spent about four hours just going within. And, and focusing on what do I want? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? How can I view the situation I'm indifferently? You know, I'm, I'm pivoting a lot with, with my business. I've really been wanting to, to analyze what am I called to do? And I really want to start focusing more on the connections with people in the classes that I offer and challenges that I do. Just sharing the, the tools that I've learned that have helped brought me peace. And that's why I'm doing this workshop coming up on June 6th. Um, you know, I've gone back and forth on what I'm going to name it, but it, it's essentially the, the, the core concepts of your energy and how your energy 
affects how you show up. It's how your, your stress will affect how you view life, how you view reality. And it's concepts I've taken from IPEC, which is the coaching school I graduated from, concepts I've taken from Eastern philosophy, from my own life, from different courses, from Tony Robbins, and just all the, all the tools that I've learned, I've put into this to be able to help you view things differently, to help you see how life isn't what happens to you. You are life. You are life. Life isn't happening to you. You are the manifestation of life. And what do you want that to look like? Is it you, you can write your own story in this moment. doesn't matter what's happened to you up until this point. This is where you are. How do you want to experience that? So if you want to take the class, I highly recommend it. It's on June 6th. And now I'm going to call it from stressed self to best self. And it's essentially showing you how your energy shifts when you encounter stress. It's a live workshop. It'll be in a private secret Facebook group that you need to get added to. So visit bergeronwellbeing.com slash stress to, uh, to, to sign up for it there. And then there's a VIP program if you want to take the Energy Leadership Index Assessment, which I highly, highly recommend. It'll actually show you how you change when you encounter stress a tool developed by IPAC that I absolutely love using with all of my one-on-one -on -one clients. Because it doesn't matter what you know. Like you can take all the assessments like the um, Myers-Briggs, the Hogan, the DISC assessment. Well, great. Well, that shows you your personality type or what, you, what your skill set is, what your strengths are. But what happens to that when you get stressed? Are you the same person when you're stressed, when you're not stressed? And the answer is no. And that's okay. There's no judgment. But getting awareness of how does stress affect how you show up and what can you do about it? What are you in control of? So I don't know how many of you are watching this live. Type it in the chat if you are. Uh, if so, thank you for joining me on this Memorial Day. But if not, if you're watching a replay of this, still let me know. Type it in the chat or, or uh, share underneath this. What is your biggest takeaway from this? What could you take from the last... 14 minutes that I've shared with you that you can implement in your own life. And then I would highly suggest that if you want to maybe view things in a different way or understand how your stress changes who you are and how you show up, then I'd recommend signing up for that workshop. It's uh, June 6th, next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. here in Arizona. So adjust whatever time zone you're in. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please enjoy today. Enjoy this moment wherever you are and however you feel. Thank you. For information on my personal or executive coaching, or if you would like to have me be a speaker at your next event, please visit my website at www.bergeronwellbeing.com. Make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast, and please leave a comment to let me know your thoughts or about any future topics you would like me to cover.